Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, or whatever time you're using to listen to our humble podcast. Uh, this is Infinity Zen Gaming. I'm Dom. I usually play the Elf Cleric Norin slash um, Cosmic Core thing that's been come back and bitten me in the ass. But you know, uh, but today I will be your humble DM. Uh, so let's get started with the introductions. Ooh, that was quick. Uh, my name is Charlie, and I play Bardis, the Goliath Barbarian Cuddlemaster. I'm Eric. I play Greg, the Time Shifty Wizard, who's still picking his spell that he wants to take. I'm Jackie. I play Silva, a gnome ranger, with her beast companion, White Tiger Snowflake. I play Kizoflexil, multiple personalities wrapped into one crazy body. I play Theus, the Inquisitive Half-Elf Rogue. You, you didn't give your name, Steve. <laughs> nope, didn't need to. You just gave it for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am the GM. I do have that power. Oh. <gasps> you shall not be known as Beelzebub. No, I was going to say... <laughs> He's now known as Charlie, and Charlie is now known as Steve, so just oh, you have to mess with everybody. That's not confusing. So then, who are you spooning tonight, Steve or Charlie? Oof. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, great undead. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Alright, so uh, when, last we, when last we left off, um, you know, nothing really major happened. I think, you know, we got into like a bar fight. That was a bar fight, right? That's all we do. Just pretty much nothing but bar fights and... Um, you know, we got a little altering. It was a little unruly. I think one of us got a citation. Um, we had to take it home. We just finished <laughs> off the night, as you know, just drinking at home and just you know having a cool time. Um, noise like, violation. What the hell is a noise violation? Yeah. Well, there was violation of you know you know body and soul. So yeah, I'm not bitter. But I'm was there bitter. any noises by it? <laughs> Uh, so we uh, continue our adventure uh, in the chamber after the fight. Um, everybody's, you know, kind of happy. I'm assuming everybody's glad to be alive after all that thing, uh, after all that stuff. Hmm. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> um, you guys, you know, kind of see Anorin over there kind of staying stock still. You... You notice that he, at one point, kind of raised his sword to, you know, maybe kind of harm himself. But then now he stopped and he's just kind of like uh, standing there and um, not really moving. His sword is off um, and he just seems like not right. At least not, you know, he just is stock still, like not even breathing. Anorin! Hey, Anorin! Deus walks into the hallway with the beer and goes, Oh, Anorin, there you are. Oh, you took care of that. You took, what? where'd the god bitch go? Oh, whatever. Hey, you look like you could use a drink. Anorin slowly lifts his head, looks up in, you, in your eyes, and, um, that was just, how, like, how are you with vibe checks? How, how is Thaves with vibe checks? <laughs> What's a uh, vibe check? Um, wait. Hey, how's this party doing up in <laughs> here? We're going to check the vibe. <laughs> I mean, if you mean an insight check, uh, they a master at reading people. 
Ch- chest is waxed, shirt unbuttoned. <laughs> What's the vibe? doing the head bob like the uh, Nathan Rockford guy? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, let's get a vibe on. Let's go. Ew, roll me, a, roll me an insight. Uh, that's a twenty-four. Damn, that's a high vibe. High vibe. You can tell um, that there's something not quite right with him the way he's looking at you and oh and i've been meaning to hold, i've been holding this back because it's just a wonderful tie into the joke about my eye color uh last yeah. time uh so i checked my sheet and it's actually his eye colors are blue and then i i thought you wanted I said gray was, eyes no I, yeah. I said i said i wanted gray eyes <laughs> i was waiting an entire week just to make that reference oh no i know i said blue Damn. but now now i want gray eyes <laughs> Uh, but now, um, but mommy, they... I'm an anime character. I can change my eyes whenever I want. Well, speaking of that, you look into Anorin's eyes, and uh, you see they're blue. But you see all like stuff moving behind it, and I'm not talking about you know like light <laughs> or energy, but literally, you see something squirming behind his eyes, and Ew. he's looking at you. Is it like the? Yes. Or what? Is it like a cartoon moment, like when you look into an eye and you see like Tom, but Jerry's on the inside and you see him through the eyeballs kind of scenario? No, I mean, literally, it seems like his veins are like something swimming underneath them. Like you, like almost a worm underneath the skin is like raise, rising and going down. Ugh. And also, um, he look, he's looking at you like you're a well-cooked steak, Steve. <laughs> oh! And hey, just, Norrin, uh, what's going on with your eyes, bro? I am well. <laughs> I'm glad this whole, like, Norrin is taken over by somebody, and, like, he needs to keep the secret is going over so great, guys. I'm telling you, I have an idea of what I'm going with this, and it's mostly for hilariousness. Okay, that's fine. I just think it's funny. It's like, it's totally a secret. I am doing fine. Anorin, I am. I need to rest. And then sure he like, thing, buddy. Story checks out. I think it's Anorin. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like an Anorin. It misses getting bolt like an Anorin. It's Anorin. So he kind of just kind of stalks out of the room and goes off you know you know you don't you're not sure where and you're pretty sure by the time you know you see him again nobody will be murdered all right Silva. before he leaves <laughs> like Silva's gonna really, have... really really good feeling about that well, that's the feeling we get like oh okay i won't get murdered tonight are we playing among us now in dnd I am DM, and that's why I'm saying how you guys feel. You guys feel like everything's okay, and you don't get to tell us how we feel. <laughs> He's DM. Death voice that he just gave us. Yeah. <laughs> um, before, before he leaves, Silva's gonna like sprint after him. Anorda, uh, I'm, I'm so as, sorry. As you sprint after him and try to, you know, apologize, yes. uh, you suddenly feel the pull of teleportation magic. Oh, shit. Oh. What? Oh, yeah. I thought we were getting arrested. You aren't. You did just get arrested. You guys were arrested. You know, you didn't. You weren't in a murder scenario for the last, like, 30 seconds. That's 30 seconds. That's, oh. 
That's an adequate amount of rest. Did anybody else actually hit long rest on their character sheets? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. I was hoping somebody right. did so we could say everybody got a long rest. Um, you guys, you know, feel the pull of teleportation magic. Um, you go through the teleportation wee 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 magic thing, whatever, however your minds comprehend it without breaking. Um, and next thing you know, you are in the middle of a grassy field. Um, it's bright, it's sunny, there's a couple clouds in the sky. Uh, it's a vast field beautiful even you would say rolling hills um mountains in the distance um just of like almost like an idyllic like countryside you can't see really see anything immediately except for you know grass and various features of uh, various features of the environment uh but it's actually a very nice pleasant you know temperature I, you know, high 60s, low 70s, you know, <laughs> the idea of what we, you know, after we've been do dealt with in the Midwest here. So, um, and, well, so what do you guys do? Silva still is trying to apologize, to, <laughs> thinking that he's going to come with. I'm not, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I thought I really hurt. Wait. <laughs> you didn't come with, guys. No, he did not come with. I'm assuming so. Yeah. I think Greg's just gonna pass out. <laughs> uh, you notice yeah. as you lay on the grass, it's actually you know you know it's kind of comfortable and inviting, and you kind of really want to take a nap. Okay, I'm gonna lay down and and attempt to do that. <laughs> Everybody else. I'm going to use commune with nature. All right. Describe that spell for me, Become briefly become one with nature. Gain knowledge of the surrounding territory. If outdoor spell gives you knowledge of the land within three miles of you, uh, doesn't function where nature has been replaced by construction, such as dungeons and towns. But looks like we're outdoors. Uh, instantly gain knowledge of the three facts of your choice, vending the following subjects. So I'll just like pick three and tell you. Okay. Um, the influence from any other planes of existence. Uh, you okay? Um, do you want me to go? Do you want to go list it down, or can I? Or we're gonna go bit by bit. How do you Up to you. Go? I can do either one. All right. So, um, for the first one, uh, influence from other planes of existence. Um, you feel like it's you know, it's very natural, but there is the undercurrent of some form of energy, extra planar energy. Uh, it's kind of almost like magic, but it feels a bit more, shall we say, interwoven into the world. Like almost like it's kind of holding on, like it's keeping something in place. Like this is keeping what's uh, keeping it in place. There's like there's like an extra planar energy that's kind of. Keeping all this other elemental and natural energy, it kind of feels like you know any any old world if you know you've ever felt nature before. But it also feels like there's something like keeping it there, like it's restrained. Okay, um, I'm gonna pick buildings next. Buildings within three miles. Um. 
you can tell within uh, two miles, about uh, two miles exactly due north of you, um, there is remains of buildings. Uh, can does it can it like physically? Can you like get a physical description on them, or is, can you just tell that there's like buildings? Not not a physical description. I'm gonna assume more along the lines of oh, I feel like there's like a town. Okay, there Over is this a, way. you yeah. feel like there is a structure exactly two miles due north of you. And the last one? Um, I'm going to go with powerful celestials, fey, fiends, elementals, or undead detection in the area, or evidence of them in the area. Mm, you, defi you definitely feel like there's some form of energy. It's, you, from what you can tell, it's essentially celestial but it doesn't it doesn't feel like divinely celestial it's definitely otherworldly but i just like i don't know if celestial would be the right word for it, but it's it's kind of got it's kind of got that vibe Okay. Well, nothing it, 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 and it's and it's not in any specific area. It's kind okay. of it, it feels like you're kind of like on the edge of it like you're getting wisps of it. Okay. That's fine. Um, so, um, as Bardus, then he he just kneels down and and pretty much runs his his hands through the grass and uh, starts focusing um, very deeply. And I'll I'll do that for a couple, and then I'll come back. Uh, Silva, you kind of you know I I'm feeling you kind of like the area. It feels kind of like oh wow, yeah. This is a big open field that is just like you can run around in it. Just wow, this is nice. <laughs> I'm just a little too. Uh, She's not a child. Confused and saddened to like go frolicking in the grass. You're no but... right. Yes. A forest gnome. A forest gnome. Still, this is nice. I hope it's nice. I hope Thanks. it's nice. <laughs> <clears throat> like, is the grass talking to her? Like, telling her, isn't this nice? The, the grass Maybe. is actually tiny green tentacles. <laughs> Oh, I put, I'm putting my hand on him. <laughs> I laid my face up. Uh, 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 uh. No, the grass is not tiny green tentacles. Oh, it's big green tentacles. <laughs> oh my God. It, it's back hair, okay? Ooh, that's somehow worse. Feels furry. You go from one horror to another. Like, this just isn't fair. Well, it's not actually back hair, or is it? Yeah, why, why don't you keep talking silver eyes? <laughs> but I'm not going to, like, inv invade with tentacles. <laughs> All right, so, um, anybody else? Anything? Anybody want to look at anything, or, you know? No, Thayers is uh, a bit good on the ale he had while during the boss fight, so he's just watching. I just think it's just... funny that Charlie jumped in and started matrixing everything. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I'm have. a natural being person I, with the spirit and whatnot, so I have, like, speak with animals and be sense and commune nature, although I just, um, I realized since I haven't, um, like, done spells um, in for a while, um, I have to cast them as rituals, so it takes eleven minutes to cast. Oh, so shit. I'm f I'm fondling the little green Ugh. tentacles for a while. Just grass <laughs> and frolicking green tentacles like the sound of music. 
<laughs> so I'm going to be, um, yeah. Thanks for the info, Dom. Until you tell me that 11 minutes has passed. <laughs> 11 minutes has passed. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, um, I inhale, or I, I exhale and stand up and look around me. <laughs> Wait, what is everyone doing? Is, is Greg really what passed out in the grass? This again? <laughs> I don't want to carry him again. Leave I him. just want I just want long enough for a short rest. Can can you can you keep <laughs> communing with uh, the tentacles for half an hour? No, I'm done. <laughs> There's a structure. Okay, I turn north and point about two miles that way, and this this area feels very, despite it looking natural, it. It feels very unnatural. There's I'm getting I feel wisps of of energy around us. I don't know if that's making this area or holding this area in place or uh, I'm not I'm not quite sure what to think of that. Wait, you magicked? Yeah. Communed. Oh, okay. I guess that's nature magic. Uh, I'm sorry, Charlie. Uh, the thing that you noticed, um, with your communing with nature, usually is it? Can you usually feel like you know the like nature spirits and all that? Uh, I, I pretty much read it verbatim. It was just become one with nature and gain knowledge of the surrounding our uh, territory. Okay, I'm going to give you something here. Uh, another piece of information uh, I feel would be relevant. Um, typically, when you use this power, you can also, you know, feel the various spirits of nature, you know, minor, small, you know, pinpricks of light and all that stuff. Here, you can't. Just thought you should know. Okay, well then, um, aha, additionally, I have just thought of something. Um, I can't, I don't feel the spirits of the wild here. I feel, I feel cut off. I can't, I can't hear them. I can't feel them. Craig, Craig is just running his hands through the grass and going, so it's an illusionary magical amalgamation of nature that is here to trick us into believing it's all nature? Wait, Bart is blankly. <laughs> yeah, Bart is blankly <laughs> stares. Thank you. What? <laughs> huh? you, said, you said you don't feel nature, and 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 that would imply that this is not actually nature, but it feels like nature. So it's meant to trick our senses. So it's got to be some sort of magic. But it, it looks nice. <laughs> can I roll like an arcana to see if I can figure out what's going on in any way? You can try. Uh, I'm just going to click the little button here. Ooh, that's a 28 Arcana. Um, you kind of, you do your magic, you know, finger waving and magic eye stuff. Um, and you definitely feel like there's something holding everything together. Kind of like keeping it kind of like it's blocks all pushed together. And this force is what's keeping it all from you know, sp uh, splaying apart. Hmm. 
you feel it too? Yeah, there's definitely something holding it all together that's magical and means. Alright, and also, both of you, roll me a perception. Yeehaw. <sighs> oh, I like this dice. 18. <laughs> 25. Okay, his is right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Craig, Greg, you don't feel it, but Bardis, you also get this just inkling that you're kind of being watched. But you can't pinpoint exactly. It's as if, like, when you commune with an, when you commune and try to see the nature, some this like, like the wisp of the celestial energy also felt like just the feeling that something just glanced at you quickly, and then you know, just the feeling kind of went away. Alright, so um, I'm continuing conversation with, with Greg about then, do you uh, do you feel it after saying, do you feel it too? Um, I'm going to, Bardis will dart his eyes around slightly and and slowly turn around, scouring the horizon to see if he can see anything that might be watching them and it's it's pretty obvious to um to everybody he's he's scanning the horizon now and also dom i have a passive perception of 22 if it's trying to stealth mm -hmm. okay um bardish uh you don't see anything you just see you know the wind kind of picks up and you see the grass swaying in the breeze but uh other than that you don't really see anything and then Simba jumps out and attacks. Pounce. Pounce. I mean, uh, uh, with your perception, you can all see the uh, the vague, like incredibly vague outline of the structure that you felt in your nature magic, like two miles away, because you're uh, you're kind of at a, a slightly elevated uh, hill. You trying to say that the Earth is ground? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we on Earth? No. Yeah. You're trying to say this otherworldly magic entity is round? <laughs> um, after, after I scan around, I feel like something's... no matter. There's a... Uh, the structure's that way. I point towards the... towards the north. I, uh... I think we should head towards it. Sounds like a plan to me. So, uh, uh, you guys start making your way towards the structure. Uh, uh, the wall, it's, you know, it's a mild hike. It's not hard, but, you know, it's still wildlands, and it takes you a little while to, of walking to get to the structure. As you approach it, you realize it's not a complete structure. It kind of actually looks a bit run down and destroyed. Uh, you make your way uh, towards the base of a hill, and at the base of the hill, you see um, half like reclaimed by nature, like stone steps. Um, you know, there's a step missing here, uh, covered by grass and earth, but you know, you can still make out that it was a, a fairly impressive and wide set of stone stairs leading up to the uh, ruins of what looked like may have been a temple at one point you're still uh the stone steps go up a way so you can't you know make out everything about the building but yeah. you can, how 
how big is it or how tall is it? The stairs are going up. Yeah, uh, I'd say they're going. Can I make a joke? Which way do the stairs go? They go up. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, it's a, the stairs are about, they go, they extend about 50 feet forward. Well, forward and up at an angle. Oh, okay. So it's rather tall structure then. It was, I mean, you can still see it's like the structure is like ruins. Um, a good portion there's no roof on them anymore. Um, you see, uh, the front wall of the building, that one's mostly gone. Just like the hint of the main archway, which at one point would have held like massive, like 40 foot across doors from what you can gather of what you can get of the structure. Like most of the wall on the left hand side is fairly intact, except for, you know, near the top, but the wall on the right hand side, that's kind of like gone the way of the dodo and only like from like a third of the way down for where the doors would have been is still standing, you know, covered in grasses, the stones faded, it, like the colors, uh, whatever color you think would have been, it's just been kind of, you know, dirtied and, you know, weather beaten and such like that. I got you. So it is rather large. Okay. Can we guys- see from uh, like this down where like the first floor up to the second or is this the stairs kind of blocked the stairs lead up to that main entrance that i just described oh okay i got you i'm sorry i misunderstood uh and you can't see uh from the angle where you are at the base of the stairs you can't see um more uh basically further uh more of the building you have to make your way up to see more of it Hmm. Stop and look. I stop at the base of the stairs and turn back to the group. Hmm. We ready to go up? My Might legs well. are little. I mean, it's the only way to go. Come on. <laughs> Hold out my hand for the, the gnome. So sleepy. Wait, wait Bardus, we're okay? You, you kind of clocked me like couple minutes ago. I guess not a couple however long ago combat was. Are, are we good? You're not still mad at me? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't remember if we remember. Well, we remembered that we were under influence after it was over. Or we yeah, remember you we know did. you were suggested upon after it's over. So... Oh, um, Silva had a breakdown, so... Yes. <laughs> and now she thinks, well, she thinks yeah. the artist is bad, and she's trying to make amends with an orn, but... <laughs> it's a little late for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, I guess there's some pity in there, so <laughs> if you need help with the stairs, take the help I'm offering, because it's not going to keep staying. I'm not going to stay there. But you you had held your hand out? Yes. So she had a good berry she was going to give to an Orin. So she puts it in your hand. Uh, while we're looking for berry, <laughs> I was going to help you up the stairs. <laughs> okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. I don't know how you're going to help her, but... <laughs> You said your legs were small. Yeah, small. 
Jump on or climb on, whatever. It's awkward now. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Must okay. be a Dom session. Things just got awkward. <laughs> yeah, I had no hand in that. You guys did that by yourself. But awkward without tentacles. Well, that's good. Well. Alright, I will go first up the stairs with Silva in tow. Let's go. Alright, you guys make your way up the stairs. Bardis and Silva leading the pack. Um, you know, it's a fairly easy walk up the stairs. I mean, yes, it's stairs. <laughs> but, uh, it's nothing, some places, you know, you almost stumble on. Nobody hits their shin like a Norn. <laughs> um, and you make your way up to what you you assume was the main entrance to this temple. And it's a fairly, it looks like it was a fairly large complex. Altogether, you can say that it's um, by size. This thing would have been 200 feet across. Uh, and as you make your way up to the entrance, you know, there's no door there anymore. Whatever doors there were there had long since gone. Uh, you can see further into the building. Um, the building inside has uh, a row of about six columns on either side, you know, uh, parallel to uh, basically uh, parallel to each other. And essentially, if you would walk into it, it'd be framing uh, the main entrance door. Um, and they're in various states of, you know, disrepair. Some are taller than others. Some are just basically just the base um, and at the other end of basically the other you can see into it and at the other end of what the structure what remains of the structure uh, you see that the back wall has you know survived a bit more than the front wall um, in the middle of it you see what you assume would have made a large round window uh, the glass, everything from there is gone, but the frame of it uh, looks like remains. Um, this, the frame is essentially a rounded center with uh, eight spokes coming out of it to, you know, create the, what you, you don't know if it was like regular glass or stained glass that was in there, but um, it's essentially looks like it was made to let in, uh, let in a lot of light. Okay. Oh, did you join us, Greg? Oh, you're I, taking a nap. I haven't gotten to take a nap. <laughs> oh my god, did you guys just walk two miles and leave him behind? <laughs> that was yes. amazing. Yes, you did. <laughs> I would just regain spell slots and fly. Oh, in. Greg, you're behind it. You're with us. Where are we? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I was just trying to fill the uh, the gap. <laughs> Uh, so, guys, um, what do you do? Percept, uh, um, begin looking around, like, you just do an investigation to find something. I don't even know what I'm looking for. <laughs> Perhaps a reason why you were called here. Mm. Who said that? I turn around very quickly. Who said that? <laughs> no, it's not a ghost of the DM or something like that. No, no, you're fine. No, it's just a tentacle talking to you. 
<laughs> oh, now it's with this. Yeah, that was definitely a tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in the, I'm not, you, you don't have to roll anything for it. So basically, the building is about 200 feet across, 400 feet long. Um, uh, most of the, the two Ow. side, the two side walls are mostly gone as well. Uh, it's the rear wall that's the most intact as far as you know, relative to everything else. Uh, the rear still intact. Yeah. Uh, there's no roof on it anymore. Um, from what you guess, it may it probably was a temple of some sort. Can't really, you know can't really see anything else besides it. I mean the floor is you know stone and partially reclaimed by earth and grass um, but there is what looks like a dais at the very end of the temple uh, right beneath the um, uh, round window Hint. like a podium or a like yeah but yeah, kind of. You have to go and go in and check it out and see it closer. If, you know. I mean, I, I, okay. I guess I'll go up and take a look. Does anyone follow in? No, I'm going to look around. Like, I'm not going to specifically head out to the day. Uh, the day, I'm just going to look around the actual like ruins themselves. Kick over a couple stones. All right, um, Greg, you make your way inside the temple. You know, you're kind of filled with a slight awe of how and wonder of like how it might have looked when it was, you know, intact and complete and in its splendor. Uh, you make your way up to the dais. Um, uh, upon it, you see a old, old, old-looking book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I, I, I guess, is it open already? It is not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like looking at a book on a dais. Like, you just see Greg like, oh, this feels like I have crap written all over it. <laughs> um, I... Fuck here, he could have mage hand. <laughs> I don't. Do I have mage hand? I don't think I have mage hand. I've created bonfire. Hmm. Seems tempting. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Could just dispel magic just in case there's anything here. And Norn, are you good at looking at magical traps? Not a Norn. Theus. Who? I looked up at the list of names. I grabbed the wrong one. <laughs> Greg and Eric are both sleepy. Go to sleep, yeah. A Norn behind Craig. What do you need? <laughs> Theus, are you, are you good at detecting magical traps? No, I don't have much in the way of knowledge about magic. Can I, uh, can I arcana this situation and see if I see anything out of sorts? Dom? Uh, I said you may. 
Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, you said <laughs> nothing good, sir. <laughs> you didn't say anything. That is a 22. It looks like a book. Okay. <laughs> I will open the book reluctantly. Do you want an arrow to open it with? I got my staff. Oh, that's okay. That's longer than as you approach the book, you grasp its cover. No, I said I was opening it with the stick. <laughs> I'm not grasping anything. Oh, God. Okay. No grasping. Okay, you try to lift uh, the cover with the stick, and <laughs> the cover, like, comes off, like, off the book and falls to the floor. Oh, okay. You broke it. It kind of, like... It partially, it kind of partially cracks when it hits the floor. Like this thing's old as crap. Like it's essentially dust being held together by well wishes. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, I read the first page that now is apparently exposed. Um, there's nothing really on that page. You don't know if anything ever really Damn. was on that page. Um, you can't really find any traces of ink or anything. It just Okay. It faded as all hell. Then I guess I carefully try to open the book to a page that has words on it. Well, you pull out a page. Literally. You just pull it out of the book because it's just like nothing's keeping this crap together. Um, you don't see anything on the first couple of pages, but towards the center of the book, you get... Do you know Draconic? Uh, not right now. Ooh, you remember. get. Um, I can hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I was yawning. Are you so able to a... identify that it is? Well, I can identify that. Would you know if I don't know how to read it? I can. Would you know what to know? Oh wait, this is tongues. This is to. Okay, hold on. Do I not have the spell? Oh, here we go. Uh... Nope, that's anything you hear. Oh, you also understand any written language that you see. All right, I'm going to take oh. 10 minutes and cast Comprehend Languages as a ritual. Okay. Uh, you guys see, you know, Greg, take time, take 10 minutes to cast. I tell him, I go, uh, give me a minute. I want to read this book, but it's going to take me a bit to understand it. Give you 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes. All right, the uh, 10 minutes pass. As the 10 minutes pass, uh, Bardis, you keep, you know, skulking around, looking around this temple. Um, uh, outside of the structure itself, uh, you just know it's a ruin of a building. It's been here. It's obviously been here for a very long time. Um, nothing really, you know, doesn't seem like there's any other, like, there's no entrance to a basement. There's no stairs that go up to anywhere. It's just the skeleton of a once great temple from what you can gather. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right uh, i will that being uh fruitless then we'll move over towards greg and and the dais and see what's going on thanks um uh Meanwhile, he's just going, Amelie du fromage, Amelie du fromage. Stop it, you make me hungry. Uh, <laughs> you can say, it's all you can say. <laughs> For 10 minutes, it will be. Oh my goodness. Okay, uh, mercifully, <laughs> mercifully, 
uh, Bardis, you come into the situation as Greg is finishing the ritual. Uh, Greg, you finish the ritual, and the symbols, um, they become legible to you. Unfortunately, yep. they're like fragments of letters. You think you see a Q here, um, an A here, a K there, maybe a 7. You're not sure. It's kind of weird. I'm trying to... <laughs> And, you know, every time you try to, you know, adjust the page, the page kind of crumbles in your hands. So, um, yeah, uh, nothing really stands out to you. Like, it's just so Was old. this just, it, didn't he just nod at this dais in this book and now it's, ah, uh, you can't read yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's falling apart. Uh, okay, but people make me a perception check. Anybody with anybody within the temple grounds, actually inside the building, uh, can you... Well, what's left of the building? Is it still a building if it doesn't have a roof? No. Yes. It's a ruin. Inside the inside the um, perimeter of the ruins. Make me a perception. 22. Okay. 14. Okay. I have no idea where Theus is. I was going to say, so does that mean everyone, since we all kind of huddled in a pack... Well, if you all approach, if you're all just like waiting for Greg to read the book, uh, yeah. Sure, why not? Um, perception? Yes, sir. Oh, that's going to be crap. Um, they use that is, oh, that's a 13. Okay. 19. Okay. Uh, Bardis, you got a 22, right? Yush. Okay, so you're uh, you suddenly get that feeling you had before of something watching you. Uh, you're not sure if it's the same thing, but you just feel like eyes are on you. Um, and for whatever reason, you're uh, drawn. Your eyes are drawn to the uh, window. Um, I'm assuming you say windpipe. Window. Oh, heard <laughs> windpipe. Uh, I'm going to assume you look up at the window to, you know. Yes, I, my eyes move towards the window. All right. In the window, and specifically the center wheel that all the spokes uh, from the, for the window originate from, you see um, what looks like a child. Uh, the child is uh, small. You, you would guess around six maybe seven um wearing a kind of rough uh green tunic uh, barefoot except for you know foot wraps and a large um and a large like furry vest uh she has it's kind of a dryness but you think it's a girl uh she has a shock of uh black hair and um and they're very prominent, so you can tell even at the distance because she's essentially she's essentially like uh, thirty feet up. But you can tell she's got very very bright uh, golden eyes. Always about the eyes. <laughs> the window to the soul. Uh, I look up. Uh, Silver, are you still on my back? No, I would have hopped down. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the ride. Here's another good baby. Thanks. 
<laughs> it's a dog to you now. <laughs> no. I was drooling a little. <laughs> oh, gee. Wow. Um, <clears throat> I will. Yeah, I'll. I'll look up and yeah, see that. Look down at everybody else. Look back up. Is the child still there? Yes, she's kind of turning her. Head, she's kind of like turning her head back and forth, trying to. Like, it almost seems like she's trying to comprehend you guys. As long as it doesn't move in a three sixty degree, we're good. <laughs> There's a dude. What is everyone? Look, what's that? And point that, up. That's right, called so a child. Yes, now everyone sees the child. Um, she continues looking at you curiously, you know, turning her head this way and that, taking a good look at all of you. Um, and then she just kind of lets go of the frame of the window and falls backwards. How far away from us is she? She's falling on the other side of the wall, so she's not falling inside the building. She's falling to the back of the building. Uh, is there a way to get around said wall, or is that just still... That's the solid wall portion? Yeah, that's the solid wall portion. So uh, as you turn around to see if there, what's the fastest way around, you notice that she's standing in the entrance uh, from where you guys came in. And you absolutely know there's no physical way she could have done that that quickly because basically you saw her fall you're like <gasps> and then you were like turning around to see what's the fastest way to do it and then she's just like there like 400 feet away huh 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 that way huh wait window door window door window door oh no what are you <laughs> hi say that's it <laughs> silver waves and I can say hi in common and gnomish. Uh, you say hi in common and you wave at her. She looks at you curiously. She looks at her hand, then looks up at you, looks, <laughs> looks up at you, lifts her hand and kind of like awkwardly waves like she's never, it's like something, like something she's never done before. That only makes Silva more excited that she waved back. She waves faster. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't speak, but she keeps like waving, and then she <laughs> stops because she's not like she's. The look on her face is like she's still trying to comprehend all this, take it all in. That's okay. So are we? <laughs> Whoa! Um, let's see. So she's a dog now. <laughs> did she just bark at us? <laughs> she did not. So Silva was kind of loosely behind Greg, and you said she's at the entrance of the temple. Mm-hmm. So probably a few hundred feet away by now. Um, yeah, she's, she's, two hundred feet, more or less. Oh, two hundred feet. Four hundred. Um, Silva will start kind of <laughs> cautiously walking up and holding out a good berry. Uh, the child, you know, looks at you. Uh, looks at you approaching her. She slowly saunters off to the side and disappears uh, behind disappears behind the wall. 
to Hunter's marked her. <laughs> really? Uh, everybody roll me perception checks again. Uh, does that include me? Um, <laughs> Sixteen. Okay. Twenty-five. Okay. Twenty-three. I'm looking okay. for it. <laughs> Seventeen. Okay. Was that everybody? I think so. Close, close Seventeen. Oh, okay. Sorry, right, I so. had to math. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, it's it's a terrible thing. Okay, um, was it Silva and Thaves? Uh, you guys noticed that she's suddenly on top of the tallest still standing column, kind of just uh, and on top of it, as in not standing on top of the flat ruined top of it. She's actually just standing uh, completely horizontal on top of it. Like she's sticking, like she's sticking out like a flag, and it's like no mean, like it's nothing. She's standing there with her, you know, hands behind her back, and just keeps looking at you guys curiously. Hmm. So wait, she's technically in the building now? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm not charismatic. <laughs> I just kind of stare at her. Okay. Uh, Silva will point up to show everybody else. And then I will, that's a good idea. I will Hunter's marker so it's easier to find her. <laughs> that probably sends the wrong impression. <laughs> Well, it's not like... What is it? Does it put a big arrow on her head? No. It's like, I think I she can feel it. I know what she feels. She got the Sims marker on top of her now. <laughs> so, uh, you, do, uh, you do Hunter's marker? Yeah, is it going to hurt her? It doesn't, say it doesn't it hurt her, but I, I think say, she's going to know that you're marking her. I would think you're that. Make her feel more. threatened? Uh, I would be if I was Hunter's marker. All right. So before anything else, you do you you do your hunter's mark on her. Uh, you blink, and then suddenly she is right in front of you. Oh! Well, I guess she didn't need the hunter's mark. She's easy to find. <laughs> uh, as you as Silva, because essentially you guys are essentially the same height. She looks directly into your eyes, and you notice that her eyes, you know, color are they big and gold, uh, big and gold, but they're also slit the i uh, the irises are slit kind of like a cat's oh. or perhaps a lizard's <laughs> silva would probably get that but not understand what that means mm. um but she looks human or humanoid uh she looks she's essentially looks like a regular human girl uh pale skinned uh shock of black hair big golden eyes that are slit like a cat or like a lizard mm -hmm. uh, Kind of looks like uh, uh, almost a wild child with her, you know, two. So uh, she uchu swallow, swallow, <laughs> and then nods, and she skips away, like towards the uh, uh, towards the entrance. And I feel a uh, rumbling, not unlike an earthquake. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Rumble. What is happening? I go back. More uh, problems. Uh, the rumbling starts slow, but it gets more and more intense. Um, and then you guys just feel like something just rips out of the ground in front of the temple. Though it's, you know, temple's actually kind of staying intact as far as you guys see. None of the columns really are, like, you know, falling apart like they should be. Um, and you see an absolutely massive, what seems like a tree root, uh, crest, uh, you see it, like, rising crest over the uh, uh, ruined walls of the front entrance. Um, and then you see the little girl on top of it. Mm. And she stares kind of blankly at you guys. And then she raises one hand, uh, fist forward, the other hand, uh, fist forward. Mm. And then she kind of flips you all the birds. Is she doing the Power Rangers move? No, she's uh, she you know flips out her middle she finger. She better be doing the Power Rangers move. Boy, that's not very nice. I've got a lot of experience with watching those episodes, and I don't remember her like the double bird flip, like <laughs> as one of their. You didn't watch the uncensored Power Rangers. Yeah, you then... haven't watched every season, every episode with the child. <laughs> None of you have watched it with Baby Yoda. The child. <laughs> the child. Uh, well, she starts, you know, and then she starts vigorously shaking the birds at you guys. And then she, uh, from, it looks like uh, the root, the end of the root rises up, and um, it's fairly big, and you're not exactly sure of her intentions, but it looks like it's, like, rearing up to um, crush all of you guys. Hmm. Hmm. I don't like that. Um, Is my berry that bad? We should move out of the way of that. <clears throat> run away. Not the yeah. run horizontally, not vertically, so we can dodge it. <laughs> All right. As you guys, you know, are running horizontally like smart people, uh, the root starts to descend. You can just feel the absolute size and weight of it as it's, you know approaches on its descent um but then uh a flash from anybody who can see it is going to be very anime you see uh, a flash sparkle you know off into the sky and uh the root is struck by a very familiar looking spear um you know it's kind of looks like the spear that larigos you. I don't know if I ever saw that spear. Um, I mean, you. I think you. I think you may have seen it as he was fighting off uh, tentacles when you. Oh, when, maybe. Yeah, and uh, it strikes right at the head of the root and stops it dead in its tracks. And um, the little girl uh, tumbles, tumbles, and then uh, falls off the root, and kind of, and it's a significant height. Like she's about two hundred feet, almost essentially two hundred feet in the air. And then she falls, falls, tumbles in the air, and then you know about fifty feet up, she rights herself and then lands um, on her feet. And she's got the hairy lip, you know, the one where a uh, five-year-old's like, they know they're, they don't want to do something and they got their, their lips slightly raised and teeth bared. Nope, she don't looks, have kids. 
<laughs> okay, everybody with kids. But you know, it looks like it looks like she's Snarling. in trouble and she doesn't want to deal with it. This is like Laragos and Kara's kid and they just locked her in an interminable <laughs> dimension. Sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> that was uh, me metagaming a little bit from the outside. <laughs> slightly, slightly. But but you you kind of hit it on the you kind of hit it on the head. So You didn't um, have to tell me that. <laughs> um you guys suddenly um Everybody, I never mentioned I never mentioned the sun, but there is a sun in the sky. I apologize. <laughs> like they uh, have another kid that is the sun that's in the sky, or like there is a little there is a celestial. There this is sounds a, like some Greek god bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> there is a celestial body in the sky that is emitting emitting heat and light. So, um, and then oh, what's suddenly, the name of that Greek goddess? The one that's really hot or whatever. Aphrodite. There you go. Aphrodite. I don't think she's the sun. Oh my god! All right, keep going. You see a large shadow pass over the sun, like as if it's almost like a cloud blots it out for a second, and then uh, you hear the beat of wings, and um, it comes closer, and the sound comes closer and closer, and then. of you just hear the music see... from Final Fantasy Six of Kefka descending from the heavens. No, not that. Oh. It's it's more like you just see a massive black dragon pass overhead, and he comes by f- fairly quickly and disappears uh, out of your sight. Uh, but uh, if I'm, no, you don't really need a perception check for anything. But you guys suddenly see a seven foot tall cloaked figure uh, standing in the middle of you guys in the middle of your group. Hmm. Ah. <laughs> ah. And uh, the figure speaks as I forgive my daughter. She is slightly temperamental at this age. You guys see, um, you know, you guys see golden eyes. Uh, it's a, it's a ragged figure. You know, he's wearing a cloak that's kind of tattered. Um, you can't, uh, it's kind of covers his whole body. The only thing that's really exposed is his face and his arms, arms, you know, and what you can see of his skin, it is incredibly pale, like almost white covered in scratches and scars uh his fate his hair is you know shaggy and ragged as well um he's got a very long beard with like flecks and streaks of different type of black and gray it's mostly black but you know it's still got the streaks of gray uh the hair on his head oddly enough is still just completely like almost pitch black and um, you see the familiar golden eyes of Larigos. Would we call them familiar? I mean, we didn't see him that often. You saw him once and they kind of left impression. I, I kind of forgot about him. Well, that's mean. I, I oh, don't think know, I necessarily well, ever met him, so I'm out. <laughs> hey, guy, you old so-and-so. How you doing, person? I think you talked to Lokar more than anybody else. Yeah. <sighs> it really has been that long, hasn't it? 
What? No. Yes. Um, he makes his way, uh, he makes his way over to his, uh, over to his daughter and, uh, they don't speak or anything, but it's kind of feels like there's a conversation going on there. Uh, and she kind of, you know, pulls her, uh, pulls her eyelid down and then, you know, sticks out her tongue and like scampers off. Oh my God. So anime. Incredibly anime. (laughs) Um... And then Larry goes, you know, um, you know, uh, he's got his back turned to you and he's like, watches her go. And as soon as she, you know, makes her way, once again, makes her way uh, downtown beyond the entrance of the temple and disappears, he turns to you. And then he lifts his, uh, he lifts his arm up. Uh, the spear removes itself from the roots and the roots kind of, uh, you know, slowly makes its way back into the ground and he grabs the spear holds it up and you know against the ground turns to you guys is like and he nods at you he's like i'm the one who called you here for a sense of closure and also to give you what you need to redo the ritual you the one who's been watching us this whole time? That was my daughter. She, and she's a bit of a hunter. It wasn't, and it was also Kara. Is, is Kara still alive? In a manner of speaking, Kara is the land that you stand on, the air that you breathe. The sky that you look upon. Hmm. Kara is this world. Hmm. Hmm. So it was back here. <laughs> so, wait, what was that? Because you, you, uh, in in my headphones, it kind of cu- uh, cut off. There was that you were saying the grass was not. You said the grass was back, back hair, hair, so you're right. It's Kara's back hair. <laughs> Someone mow that stuff, Jesus. Argos is like, I like them all natural. Ew. <laughs> No, he doesn't actually say that. Um, was it? Uh, he uh, thrusts his hand. He thrusts his hand forward in front of you guys, and he does, you know, a slight turn of it, and then an amulet appears in there, uh, floating in front of them. This was Kara's artifact for the ritual. Uh, he floats it over to um, Silva. Uh, you can, you know, choose to grab it or like leave it floating in front of you, but it's going to get really awkward really fast if you just leave that thing just floating. You know, it's I kind of grab expect- it. I've <laughs> been kind of responsible for grabbing the magical thing. Silva will ask, so "How is this, Kara? Give him a good berry." <laughs> <laughs> At the end of it, when 
The creature was finally obliterated. There were still pieces of the world left. Kara was weak. So weak from everything that had happened to her. But she still had enough energy to create a small little sanctuary for the two of us. In the last days, when she finally gave out from her ordeals, her spirit, her energy, her magic, essentially became the glue that held this world together. And from this earth was born our daughter. That was going to be Kana. my next question. Kana? Sorry. <laughs> yes. As she, was, as she was dying, she was with child. And she wanted to give that child a chance to live <laughs> and run free. And we've been here ever since. It's nice. It's a quiet place. It though, seems quiet. Though Kana does get bored easily, and running after a seven-year-old is has its own adventures. <laughs> he kind of you see him smile and laugh to himself slightly. <laughs> um, let's see. Kana like pokes her head out from behind a column. You don't know if uh, you don't know if she like scampered back or she's just using her weird like teleportation powers. And um, she again sticks her tongue out at you guys and then disappears behind the column. Uh-huh. I have one last thing to grant you. He holds out he holds out his spear and says I it is far beyond the time where I give up this and this was Kara's staff. I've used it as a warrior for far too long. I wish to rest now. I wish to put it down. I will grant it to you and he hands it to Bardis. Oh, uh, Here, oh here's a stick. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was I was watching her uh uh thanks. What do we what's this for? You still have many battles ahead of you. May it serve you well. I will use it well looking over at like the group like what do I do with this thing? Just take it. We'll figure it out. Bigger than me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, the, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> no. I must thank all of you. We couldn't have beaten that creature without you. We couldn't have found finally this peace after so many thousands of years. You gave us the chance to 
grave other than a life of suffering and toil and constant battle. You're welcome. We're sorry for your loss. But this place is beautiful. I'm kind of, well... Speak up. I'll stick my tongue out at her, too. <laughs> Kara is seven. I've learned that many, many times. <laughs> um, I will, I will send you back now. I just wanted to give you these last gifts. Wish you well and good luck on your journey. Whatever you have left to do, whatever you can to save Flux, I know you are capable of doing it. Goodbye, my friends. And then you suddenly feel the pull of teleportation magic, and um, you are returned back to the chamber of Flux. And, and do do we get a long rest? Uh, you can't <laughs> ask this. Um, uh, just, you know, uh, whoever's holding the amulet, uh, yes, it is an amulet for the ritual, but it's also an amulet of health. So, if you're wearing it, your constitution automatically shoots up to 19. Damn. I mean, that gives nice. me, like, three more. That's not ridiculously high, but that's pretty good. Hmm. That three more per level? Well, that would He's just... No, I'm already at a 16, 16 constitution. Yeah. Uh, and Charlie, I mean, uh, you guys are going to... You're going to get... You guys... Uh, I'm going to give you a long rest so you can, you know, truly examine these items. But, uh, Charlie, you have a staff of the Magi. If you look that up, that is a legendary item that has... Uh, it also serves as a plus... Three uh, magic spear, and uh, staff of the magi has you know it's got magic charges, it's got spell absorption, but uh, that's something that you know Greg and whoever else is magically inclined mm -hmm. have to you know tell you later on. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you see his magic. Oh. You see magics. I just know how the pointy end works. <laughs> That amulet gives me 15 health by itself. Greg needs mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Well, Eric probably. needs it. <laughs> right, I'm taking oh, a long ride. Never mind. Wait, staff of the Magi? Yes. Oh, it says it uh, requires attunement by a sorcerer, warlock, or wizard. Dom. Yeah, unfortunate, but it's still, it's still a plus three magic spear. Well, technically, the actual staff of the Magi is a plus two quarter staff, but I'm making it a plus three Magic Spear because it's got a large pointing end at the end. Yes. Anyways, okay. I have a stick. I have a spear. He said staff of the Magi? That's a legendary. What is it? That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Conjure Holy elemental bestow magic. This is better than my staff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you let Bardis take it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm letting people. They're um. Let's see. Uh, 
uh, for you guys can comp you guys can comprehend it uh, and you know take a look at it. All you know, uh, all you know right now, Bardis, is that it's a very nice pointy stick. <laughs> That's good enough for me. It's a nice pointy stick. I don't know it's yeah. magic. I don't know the rest of the stuff on it. I'm just going to use it to poke things. That has fifty <laughs> charges. Is anybody else here, Greg, salivating or what? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to identify and go, oh, yeah, Bardis, you don't want the stick. You'd much rather have this amulet. <laughs> don't listen to him, Bardis. It's okay. I already have an amulet. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Why did Dom give you the amazing wizard staff? That's not fair. We don't know it's the amazing wizard staff. I didn't. Well, he uh, he was the closest to him in height, so. You want my Let alone he doesn't use weapons. <laughs> Cuddles yeah. everything. Oh yeah! Speaking of which, I'm gonna go run and grab my uh, mace that was on the floor <laughs> that I never picked up. Um. Okay, so. You guys take your long rests. Uh, no levels this time. Just nothing. Like <laughs> I mean, I could, I could do, I could be complete and utter bullcrap and just say that. Oh, uh, something and completely break D and D five E and say, oh hey, uh, by the way, Bardis, it also gives you a level in like sorcerer. So you know. I mean, you could. I mean, is Bardis charismatic? He could probably pull bullshit some spells. Okay, out of the out of the three mental stats, which one's your highest? Wisdom at ten. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. I didn't mean to laugh. I didn't mean to laugh. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, oh, you I know could, what you did. I could I mean it's it's okay. I mean it has infinite charges when I go stabby with it. Yes, yes it does. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it's versatile too. Oh my god, this thing is like it's got all the stats. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, but I still gonna go run and grab my mace because yeah, I completely forgot that I left it at the floor for on the floor at the ritual chamber. Um, so I have the aha! Run, 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 run. <laughs> Noren took my lightsaber. Dom didn't give me the cool stat. I see how it is. <laughs> well, to be fair, the lightsaber was there for for him for the taking, and he turned it on, and immediately it was love at first sight. So, can you? <laughs> I can when I identify that staff and steal it from Bardis. <laughs> you know, you could like uh, it's a revolutionary technique. Um, I'm gonna, but and I'm gonna give you the secret of it. You could ask. I could. We'll figure that out. I don't know if we're actually dealing with that now, or if we're trying to. Finish the episodes. No, I think we're. I think we're, this is a good place. This is a good place to cut. It's just. Uh, I just really wanted to close up and get some yeah. you know, finish up and all that stuff. Have some fun with you guys with expectations and you know just you know, more of a chill role play. Yeah, expectations. Thing. Tentacle comes out of the ground. Oh, that's right. We cut. We have to cut that part because because uh, <laughs> Craig did, decided to drop no. us. <laughs> we did have a tentacle come out of the ground. Give us that real brief like ah uh, here we go again. That uh, what's the Grand Theft Auto. What is it? The San Andreas yeah. gift. Yeah. Here we go again. Here we go again. Oh shit! Here we go again. But 
All right. So, infinitysimgaming.com. Uh, follow the Discord, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters. Did I miss anything? Follow the podcast. Yeah, follow the podcast. Right. That'd be nice. You could leave a comment. A comment would be nice. Yeah, Discord's where we hang out the most. But yeah, if you're into um, our Instagram, is pretty active with things. I know Sarah posts a lot of stuff from the shop and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So pretty fun. All right, before yeah. we uh, before we go, can everybody just roll me a will save? I no. just closed yeah. my sheet. We're out. Oh, Bye. Bye. <laughs> I rolled an infinite. Will? I, I drank enough that I just threw dice away from the book. 30. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what a will save what? is. A wisdom save. No. Wisdom. 14. Okay. Oh, I got a nat 1 for an 11. Okay. Uh, that would be a 23. Okay. Four. Okay. Okay, so uh, I'm guessing uh, it was Theus and Kizaflixel that rolled above 15? Yes. Okay, so everybody who did not roll a 15, um, you guys look at all your fellow conventurers, compatriots, you know, bosom friends that have, you know, been with you thick and thin, and you see their heads explode with tentacles. Oh, great. Just like and in a dream, or just. And then you guys blink, and everything is okay. But at the entranceway, you see a Norin. He's um, uh, you don't know what the hell he's doing, but he's kind of like baring his teeth at you, kind of like he's got he's got like his lips pulled back, like he might be trying to smile. You think? Hey, and buddy. He waves. Still doing the, you know, still showing his teeth, and then he just kind of backs away do, slowly. Do we, and, do we not know that he cast the spell? Um, he didn't cast a spell. Okay. He and then you just he just walks. I feel like we backwards. should be able to tell the source. <laughs> he just walks back slowly and disappears from view. And you know what? That's an excellent way to end the night. Ugh. All the socials. Japanese horror right at the end. Now that I have nightmares, yeah. Ten more. T- and of course, he did bring more tentacles into it. Yeah, yeah you know, I wasn't going to do it. Then you guys wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah. You, know, you happy? I'm I was. We were trying to close the episode. <laughs> All my allies were Earthworm Jim for a couple seconds. I like it. No, it was more than one Earthworm Jim. It was like five. Each. <laughs> All right. Night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.